Good morning, jerks. Uh, real quick, before we start this episode, I just want to give you a heads up. JP is doing something real fun and gambly, uh, but not really gambling. Uh, if you guys want to have fun with some playoffs with us, there is a bracket on ESPN under the Jerk Practice Podcast Dumb Dad Challenge. You can join for free. You just pick your teams, your games throughout the playoffs. Whoever wins, uh, bragging rights, yes, shout out on the pod, yes, and, and based on when you listen to this episode, probably something very jerk practice and sweet from Scary Dance. So, you just go to ESPN Gang, uh, not sponsors of the pod, and find Jerk Practice Podcast Dumb Dad Challenge. Join today, uh, and let's, hooray, <laughs> come on. Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. All right, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Hans. What's been going on? Oh, we haven't had hot water for a few days, so doing that frontier living. All right. As in filling my giant plastic glass with uh, hot microwave water to do the dishes. You know... The fry walls. So it's just dab, dab, dab. Give it a wipe. That's dab, all you dab, need. Dab. That's all you need. Minimalism. Fry walls used to pee in uh, McDonald's cups when they were renovating the kitchen. So Oh, yeah. That, let's do it. Old, when, when the fry walls renovated and got rid of all toilets? Something. I'm not kidding. Though, something went down. Because I just remember. <laughs> I remember something visceral we're losing how much up. to flush? Get rid of them. These toilets are out of here. Every time I see a Dream Team cup, I, I get two emotions. Or well, I get nerves and joys. I get dunks feel the little... and front dunks. <laughs> front dunks? That front dunk tingle? I think I gotta go. Gotta take a front dunk. Trademarked. <laughs> front dunk. Oh, man. Oh, well, so what? what's going on, Frontier Living? You're speaking my uh, Kaczynski So it's just like alley, but... we... Like looking forward to like, ooh, I could use a relaxing hot shower after a, a hard day. Or it's been so you just once you start compounding and you're like that finish line keeps getting pulled further back because they're like we're gonna send somebody right. So they come and they're like, okay, well, we need this part, and then it just keeps. So they fixed it, and we are all like. Mm. Mm, hot water and it feels it feels so strange because you're like i got hot water indoors get to do the wash the dishes right and take a shower sure and then immediately there. you're just like dash oh it it's tepid like this morning did laundry did dishes ash was like i'm claiming first shower and i'm like you got it so she gets in and just has the just enough lukewarm water to get started, then just cold tepid water. Ugh, that's even worse. So it Rather ended up cold. just not being a, like just had to restart the pilot light and like keep an eye on it, which is always my favorite when someone's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all taken care." Just keep an eye on it, though. Keep an eye on your <laughs> gas water heater. <laughs> holy shit so it's fine i think the setting was too low and they installed the faulty piece it's new it's like a new piece of machinery so 
Like that's just that's what makes it more frustrating. You're like, it's brand new. And that's also the thing about like like the common repairs, right? Like Yeah. When you see a bunch of names in a phone book, it's for a reason, like because these things come up all the time and there's competition. Sure, like you should yeah. never have somebody come out to look at your hot water heater short of Oh, yeah. this is completely unfixable. Like it should just yeah. be. They're all pretty universal. If, if I'm getting to what I'm trying to say, like shouldn't have an mm-hmm. H HVAC guy come out and just go, no idea. They're either they either can say it's completely broken, or yeah. uh, I can fix it. Maybe well, I need a part to fix like, it. But this is it. It's faulty. We're taking it. So it's like, well, and here's the difference. It's like if you own it you can go full doctor toilet that's when my hammers come out of course and you just start knocking on stuff kicking stuff but i wait we're renting so i just get to go uh yeah don't work someone need to fix this this don't work and but then you're left for like a week and a half with nothing working because you can't because i'm like i'm not touching it i'm not gonna try and relight it no oh no no read the instructions front and back and i was like the one thing I'm not going to do is do that yeah. because I'm not going to be on the hook. I'm just going to pull that full, like, I don't know nothing. I, uh, that's a, that's speaking of front dunks. Like that is another thing seared into my mind from like a 60 minutes or something when I was f- five, let's say five, what, mm-hmm. five, 10, whatever. When I was very young, it's like tonight on 60 minutes. Is your water heater safe? And I just, I swear to God, just seared into my brain is just somebody bending down to a water heater and just <laughs> lighting on fire like the, a match head. Just, full, just the whole like, thing just going whoosh. I was like, oh my God, do we have a water heater? Still like kind of phobic about Never water heaters. It. My father-in-law was like, turn that water heater down. Waste some money on this hot water. You know, dad now go, I don't yeah. need that extra five degrees. Turn it down, but still, I was like, "Do I turn this screw?" Because oh, yeah. I'm like, "Fucking, oh. I don't like you said and pilot it's... light." Like you are do still have a line of gas going into mm-hmm. or something, yeah. you know? I'm sure I'd find a way to fuck it up. That was me too. I was like, if I am going to not be on the hook for paying for it, I I'm just completely just gonna walk out of this room. Because you look at it, you read it, it's like you got to clear the gas, right. turn it off. And like they explained it to me, which also makes it more frustrating when it doesn't work. It's like water heaters as close to like proto-technology. It's like a steam engine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there is no There's electronic. to it, right. It's, it's mecha- rusty mechanized. pipes full of gas running in and hot, rusty pipes of hot and cold water running out. Yep. Like, that's it. Because he was like, there's only one thing on here that has any type of electrical current, and that's just the the clicker right. that you yeah. use to yep. spark Anything. the flame yeah, on. your spark, yep. So, you know, when something is that rudimentary, and not to say that it's rudimentary, but, no, I, I get like, you. simple, like, it makes sense. I'm, like, I'm not asking him to fix my Tesla. Right. Which, as funny enough, is that is, we've come full circle is where people just go, yeah, I don't know. Right, exactly. It's broken. Yeah. Like, it's so rudimentary now because it's just a, a fucking iPad with wheels. Well, that's the thing. We, You and I have talked about it numerous times, and i am definitely come around to your side. You, you were making the Tesla argument, and you were just like, 
I don't I don't know what what spurned it. Probably one of these where it's just like I'm done. Like I know I'm mechanically impaired, right? But I oh, also yeah. have enough faith in myself, especially with like practice and uh, a schematic diagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I have to look at a gasoline engine without computer yeah. chips, it's going to be trial and error. There's going to be some black fingernails, blackened thumbnails. Oh, sure, yeah. But I can see that part this or even yeah, like or even to call somebody and be like, look, clearly yeah. part G7 is not connected to part f2 and that's where the problem is like yeah. oh, okay i'll order the part bring it you know get it in sure. and you can... you could, like change a spark plug on a, on a gas lawn mower like basically i may not have the appropriate i'll be using a lot of wrong tools you're right but i'm getting some you'll of that get stuff there off. you'll yeah you'll knock that thing off with a uh uh what's my favorite noise a hammer hitting the end of a of a <laughs> screwdriver of a plastic handled <laughs> screwdriver as you just break <laughs> just the chip just you can just any Anybody with any skill <laughs> with tools, they know that sound from anybody in your neighborhood oh, yeah. who actually said it. can build. Just goes, oh, some idiots, you know, trying to, you know, or it's saw your open a log. My precious Phillips! <laughs> right. What's that brand? It's not a chisel. Like, I would use it to make crude weapons. It's like, you're using expensive tools to sharpen the end of a stick. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's like a chisel. It's not a chisel. Because chisels are made to be hammered on the end. This has got just black plastic. Uh, so yeah, you just but have that hard plastic. Up. It's, like a, oh, it's yeah. like a rock candy. Yes. Yeah, those, those sharp edges. So now your old man has to grab his beautiful, I can't think of the name of the tool. There was a brand of tools. And I think because of numbskulls like us, they're like, we can't sustain our policy. It's like whatever, like, it's not a Binford. Whatever that brand right. is, oh, yeah, they yeah. used to just guarantee their tools for life, kind of like uh, whatever that clothing oh, company right. that my dad uh, found the that? loophole yes. for. Land's End. What? Land's doesn't matter End, yeah. what year, doesn't matter if it was made in 19, uh, 2020 or 1968. If you bring it into them and it's broken, they'll replace it, whatever their new model is, new oh. garment is. My dad used to yeah. scour those Goodwills for... Your father's <laughs> array of Land's Ends from a... Ooh, I'm going to go with a 92 shirt and an 89 pant. But, I mean, really, you got to think about, like... It's not a bad... Not a bad deal. Like, uh, no. I mean, ultimately, they, they claim quality, right? Is why they do it. So if you find yeah. that stuff... And again, I'll tell you about this thing I heard about, and I really um, want to do it. But, all right, so you find a Land's End thing, you wear the shirt, so already you're recycling, basically. I'm sure there's a better word yeah. for it, right? Reusing. Reusing. All right, cool. And now it's worn out, so you send it old to Land's End, or, is it Land's End? It's not Land's End. I think End. it is Land's End. It's not Land's End. Is, are we talking L.L. Bean. brand? No, L.L. Bean. Land's End. In my spent mentally filing away Land's End, I'm just gonna go buy nothing but Land's Ends and try and return them. And they're like, that brand's been out of business for 15 years. You and creep. It's, and it is so, so one time use Land's End. Oh yeah. And also, Land's End has never had more advertising in their life. That's the type of brand that's so shitty they don't even need advertising because 
they just have you with it. it they've come full circle in quality. You're either high quality, yeah. so you get advertised because you're, um, because you're worth it. You're worth the word of mouth, or your lands end. You're such bad quality lands end that they're just laughing all the way at any shekel you send to their book bag once a year. <laughs> Try twice oh, yeah. a year. Um, LLB. Uh, what do you? Yeah. Middle to lower income, struggling paycheck to paycheck. Then you get invited to a wedding. What are you buying? <laughs> you go to Target and buying a Land's End. Holy shit! Are you fucking? You're not buying like wow. a dart tailored beautiful shirt. Wow! I have some off my. You gotta go to some your your conversation cousin's kids you. confirmation. Holy shit! Are you speaking some serious dad language to me? But I. Or you work at a restaurant and you're like, I'm not buying a nice black shirt. I'm buying one that turns gray after one wash. Oh my God, you're so right. Yes, so you scour and you go for an L.L. Bean shirt, right? So already you're reusing. Uh And then the the masses will say like, oh, you scumbag using the system. You didn't officially buy that shirt. No, but I'm going to send it and their quality. They'll send it back and I'll use that shirt for another 10 years. And then send it back. So, you know, how many L.L. Bean shirts you need? couple. <laughs> one for every alternate wash day. And you're, you're good. Because you're going to get the, those, like, back in that era with the, the, the patchy mismatch. Where you got, like, the pine green shoulders to the collar. And then the collar's like a rich cranberry. Uh, I know. And then the pocket's to. like a white and a crab. So, it, you look like you were either, you fell through a time portal where frozen in a block of ice in northern minnesota or you're trying to exchange a shirt and they're like well we're gonna send you a new one of these like, no i just needed a nice burgundy and they're like nope i gotta got, have the same i oh yeah i got yeah you can't choose your color on a send back right you can't they're like <laughs> send him puce <laughs> Give him those pew shirts. Give him a cream. Uh, well, cream would be you score. That's part of the fun. That's the gamble. Like, oh man, it. What kind yeah, of shame am I going to wear this decade? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm in. I'm in. I was. I got my. I got my. Um, I got mm-hmm. my monthly like on death's precipice catalog. You know, nothing but oh, plungers, yes. coin purses. Yep. Tombstone, tombstone brushes, yeah, yeah. Tombstone brushes, your array of tombstone brushes and detail brushes. You get nice and in there. Yeah, get in the, you gotta detail. get in where the the letters are, you know. Oh, this is fucked up, but it just made me think of it. Quick sidebar: I'm so, mm-hmm. still kind of mad, seething about it because it seems like such an invasion of my space. But somebody edged the front of my lawn. While I was at work today. Like the street like, side of the lawn. Yeah, yeah. Would you fall asleep at a party and someone shaved your sideburns for you? That's like pretty... you how mad would you be? I don't need a jawline a jawline cut, man. There's something uh, something just off about that. And I went back checked the mail, like the saddest man yeah. on the planet, when I parked my car and the neighbors are always outside kinda hanging out. And I, yeah. they, they, they watch me go to the mailbox. This guy checking mm-hmm. his mail. Check my mail. Oh, you do the mail. The I, mail move. Oh, I'm yeah. the guy with the smallest amount of trash. Mm. If I'm looking for somebody. It's like, that guy's throwing away one can. 
checking and them. his head's on a swivel just yeah, scanning just watching and I'm, i can see they're watching and then i start looking and i do a crouch down what's this i'm like this is definitely somebody cut my lawn and i was like the grass is dry though I was like did i just not notice this yesterday but i was around i'm i'm pretty upset i did a shitty job too better than i, I would have done ask, was it Crisp, too crisp that you were like, it was I could clean. never recreate this. I hate you. It was clean, but not well done. Like, it was done with a edger and not a yeah. garden shears. A broken a right. butter knife. It's not a broken, broken Miller Lite bottle, but regardless, <laughs> it's still fucked Haunted up. array of uh, yard steak knives. Yes. Uh, no, I did have a steak knife out there. The bad one. The oh, we got two sets of steak knives. Do you go with the uh, the bread knife you never use? That's my go-to, like because it's a an ad hoc saw kind of. Yeah. Oh, just 100% saw that extra thick, extra thick weed you let go too long. Nothing worse than when you you're down to the bread knife. Go. It only goes into the mayo. You know, like one quarter of that whole knife. It always, it's always for a bread knife because of its lack of use. It's always the sharpest, so it's always dangerous. Yeah, you got to do a quick cut on an apple or something. You're, you're gonna like, take am I, your... Conan the Barbarian. Come I don't on. need this much extra blade. Bread knife, ridiculous. Swashbuckling that mustard on that extra big sandwich. Nigo Montoya, your PB and J. Somebody cut the lawn. My weekly. Oh, I, I guess I was just getting to because we were talking about clothing. And I got my my monthly dying man, uh, and I was like these. So, but, but there was a section of of females clothing, and I was so fingers crossed that this was going to be in the men's section because they were beautiful, full on midwestern, full. Eh, I want to say pastel, but more just drab versions of full sweatsuit, uh, not sweatsuit, um, jogging pants suit. So classic regular sweatshirt, classic regular jogging pants, nice um, cinched legs in your kind of not full, not full great purple, but like a great. Like it already looked like it'd been through the wash a couple times. Gotcha. And like then, a Mr. and Mrs. Seinfeld type of tracksuit. Like no, but not tracksuit, not tracksuit. Think like Jersey Z double E. Oh, like sad, like you're wearing a matching sweatpants and matching sweatshirt. Oh, okay. But Got these it. had yeah, the lovely floor. images, like your harvest, like your scarecrow, and some nice changing color leaves. Yeah, something with that analogous sort of sack pants, where you don't <laughs> the front or in the ass and the crotch don't matter. Oh yeah, don't matter. Just put them on either way. Super tight around the ankle. Not bad. And then that bag. That baggy top. Some space shuttle white New Balance. Right, it's like a fucking um, Hans and Franz. Oh, yes, that's it. That's it. The couch cushions. But you're good to go. You get four. One for each season. You're good. (laughs) Just go seasonal. Go seasonal. Or if you can spend the money seasonal plus day. So you got Monday, fall, Tuesday, fall. That's that's too much. Here's what I'm getting at. Or you go odd even. Monday to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All right, I'll give you two two outfits per season. What I wanted to do was introduce you to this thing, and I guess you could use sweatsuit, but I, I think I'm doing it, and I'm wondering if you could do it. I think you could, although you have you have a lot of like really good 
interesting pieces of clothing, but this thing is called Project 33. Have you heard of it? I mean, okay. like cool shirts and stuff. Designs. Oh, no, I know. I know. You made it. Uh, you made me sound a lot cooler dressed like a Nick Cage character. I was going to say, you have Inner nice snakeskin boots, <laughs> yeah. eel belt, <laughs> zebra breasted vests. Yes, a lot of animal prints, um, it, which was really big in the late uh, 20th century. Really big. Bigger than you would think. Go back and look yeah. at a picture. Lo- people love the zebra print, people love shine. A lot of shine, a lot oh, of yeah. shimmer. A little, yeah. Um, like and those you find those guys, here's just a thing, can't return those. Mm-mm. Buy those at a thrift store, you keeping them. Well, no, because the thing is, you're buying them new. You're buying your your shiny pleather pants and your uh, bright blue zebra skin cigarette case holder all at, uh, not Urban Outfitter, but uh, what was that place called? Oh, Outback, no, uh, not Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> that's where you take your, that's, you're getting dressed you up for new. the Outback. What is it called? It still smells like the mall when you wear it. No, I know what you're, like, uh, where you buy all, of, like, where you'd buy an Alkaline Trio like shirt. Scary, Scary Dance. <laughs> scary Dance, yes. What is it called? I can't think of it. Uh, I keep thinking Urban Outfitter, which is ultimately now just, like, you think of it, it's like 10 years later, it's the same thing. I, I can't think of it. It's in every mall. I can't either. Yeah, no. Chain wallet. But I know it. Marilyn chain, Manson. Where you get chain wallet. You get your like off-brand McFarlane toy. It's less. It's a less fun movies. Spencer's Gifts because it's more clothing yeah. than, you know, boob cards and fart cheeks. You could uh, buy your like tongue ring, your your uh oh studs dice for your dice stud for your dice tongue stud ring. for your for your schlong. <laughs> That's where I get my schlong stud. <laughs> oh, you're talking about scary dancers. Come to scary, scary dance for all your schlong stud needs. Oh, that is scary, scary Dan. But you were say you just said outdated clothes, and before you get into this, may break your thirty three. No, it will probably. Oh, go ahead. What if they? Because you always hear. And now I'm thinking, how much of an urban myth is that? Where they talk about. Sending the losing team's clothes, championship shirts. Like, there are four Buffalo Bills championship shirts. I know what you're talking about. And they're yeah. like, they send them to Africa. Right. They all end up in Africa. I was like, if that does exist, why is there not a store stateside that can just sell that now? Absolutely. Scary Larry's, like you said. just You just sell the weird broken clothes. You, Not ill-fitting, you just could, like, they no, don't make sense. Yeah, the 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 Dewey beats Truman's, you know? Yes. Because, you know, the market for that is amazing. Like, yeah, of course I want a 1983 Baltimore Oreos win in seven when that didn't happen. Yeah, right. It's the Back to the Future. The Cubbies <laughs> no, win totally the series. Is, yeah. It's amazing. You could call it losers. And it, it, you'd have such a huge market for it. Obviously, oh, nowadays, yeah. you probably wouldn't even have a brick and mortar you just have an Soon etsy an store. store but that yeah bad idea. Trademark every, that. that's under it is that's good uh the jp family of businesses it's called losers i was i don't know why that come on be a loser losers and Anyways, talking about clothes we're... no i want to get into project 33 but i also wanted to get your over under because i don't know why this brought mm-hmm. it up because it's 
I think a thing of the past, although I just heard about another tragic, like, you know, frat story where they made this poor kid. I'm going to say poor kid. He had to do some butt chugging. I think it was in Ohio State, actually. And he died (laughs) on the couch. You know what I mean? Because he alcohol poisoning, obviously. But let's be honest. Some of those nerds, they they come in with a few whiskeys in. That's so awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did I manage to blame the victim, he didn't just he blame the Bud victim. Light. He called him a nerd. Nerd. Because <laughs> he couldn't handle it. <laughs> Ultimately, where I'm getting there, and that is tragic. Panty raids over under? What What's what's going on with that? I, it's been in my oh, notes for you, a minute. I think you go to real jail for a panty raid these days. Did you ever, though? At what point? Because there was was a, a good old was there was there ever a time, or am I living in the movies? Yeah. Just like you're living in fake African loser yeah. shirt land, where panty raids were like a boys yeah. will be boys. And was it ever a that, thing, or did have I just, just see Revenge of the Nurse too much? I think we may have, but also you asked when, and it's like if you could throw a dart. Would it ha- would you say a year or a decade that was the last time someone said, oh, boys will be boys. Oh, for anything? Like, just for that. Like, that's when I think raid? if it was a real thing, it died. I think it's possible it was just created by the old nerds that were writing movies with, like, 60-year-old Jewish men trying to write a story about college kids. And like, I don't know. Steal panties, I guess. That sounds crazy. And then it fosters in our prepubescent brains as it's a thing, like a time-honored tradition, frat tradition. <laughs> like, you know, Harry Truman was the most prolific panty raider. That's what I'm saying. Of Ms. Missoula. Here we go. Hold on. Let's get to it. Are panty raids real? Casey, I got a snugget for you. I haven't read this either. All right. Oh, okay. I've got a decade for you. I've got a decade for you. All right. It's all it's all worth it, Casey, because I got and I can't take any credit for this. Pantypedia, Ken. No, <laughs> I got it. I got some information for for all us. It's a sidetrack here. Oh, I hope it's Pantypedia. Panty raids were the mm-hmm. first college craze after World War II, following the 1930s's craze of goldfish swallowing rumor that or seeing uh, how many students could fit in a phone booth like that year of the pole sitting yes yeah for real you're gonna panty raids my dogs are going nuts over somebody's trying to steal my <laughs> panties good thing i got these guys in here uh, wow they're really going nuts all right Let's see. The mock battles that ensued between male and female students echoed the riotous battles between freshmen and upperclassmen, which were an annual ritual at many colleges in the 20th century. All right, I got a first documented incident. February 25th, 1949, Augustana College. All right. Oh, shit. In uh, Rock Island, Illinois. Not the oh, Augustana. Was... They, were too, they, were, they were stealing... Long underwear. It's too cold. It's too cold in South Dakota. Long underwear raids. That's that's what happens at the uh, ice fishermen. That's their little tryst. 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 Around 120. See, this is a nightmare. All right. 
This That's is a, a mob. Thank you. You know where I'm going. A, Around a hundred crazed mob. Yeah, come on. That's too much. That's what I'm saying. Too around the panty. We mm-hmm. all like. All right. Around a hundred. This is what happens when you get when uh there's there's when the the boot is on the neck of exploration. You get obsessive about weird shit because you can't express yourself. 190 guys who missed the the draft that missed them. Yeah, right. Degenerates. Yeah, yeah why could her 4F? Yeah, why all could, of them? Why couldn't a slug find one of these guys in Bastogne? <laughs> all right, around 125 men entered the women's building. The first party entered through the heating tunnels beneath the building. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's a nightmare. This is this happy. This Halloween. is an actual raid. Yeah. Like this is what happens in World War II when they're raiding the German the Maginot line. Don't they have like a raid siren or whatever? Panty raid siren? <laughs> Just get... a man screaming <laughs> <laughs> through the fucking heating tunnels beneath the building. Once inside, they unlock the door. For the remaining raiders to enter. This is so fucking crazy. Um, you should have just changed it to 147 Jason Voorhees. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, they unlocked the door for the remaining raiders to enter, locked the house mother in her apartment, and cut the lights. <laughs> cut, cut the, the lights. lights. And phone cut lines! The... And phone lines! That's what SWAT cops do in a hostage situation. That's what the bind torture kill that's what Dennis Raider did. <laughs> it is the Penny Raider. Oh, the PR <laughs> Panty Raider. Oh, he is oh my god, this although a few women reported missing reported missing undergarments, the goal was to cause commotion. The police arrived oh. and although no pranksters were charged, the news traveled making headlines in the Chicago Tribune, Star Stripes, Time magazine. That is a nightmare. No wonder time's up. (laughs) No fucking wonder. (laughs) Time is up a half a century too late. Like that. Can you imagine, Casey, years from now, uh, basically 50 years from now, Harvey discovers like, oh, dad went to college. Like, oh, what is this? I'm reading about his friend and be like, what the fuck? Why is his name in this Wikipedia? He did what? Like, even if. Her mother, even if Ash was a member member of this sorority, and it was like goof, yeah. you still have the image of you like a worm tunneling yeah. underneath the building for don't undergarments, worry. and don't church it up, undergarments. Yeah, under undergarments, no. panties. I'll take care of the house, mother. Don't yeah. worry, guys. How terrifying! As I take a hammer, break know? the <laughs> break the doorknob off, so she's trapped in a room. Like, this woman who is supposed to watch all of these young women is locked in a room, and all she hears are the shrill screams of women and grunting yells of men. In pitch darkness. In pitch darkness. A derringer, at least. (laughs) Shoot somebody in the chest. That's the (laughs) shit that happens. Uh, That's like like the... um, that's like Reservoir Dogs when they're taking that woman's car and she shoots oh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Blue or whatever, Mr. White. Um, what was I going to say? You know, because what the thing about this that is, is, just is it wasn't but a decade later, if that, that the same type of kind of thing happened in Chicago 
but it was Richard Speck that went into a yeah. woman's dormitory was, and locked like the door nurses. behind him. Oh yeah, it was Richard Speck was nurses, wasn't it? Ted Bundy it, was he went, a sorority. Yes. No, yeah, Richard Speck was the one who snuck into the, the nurse's dorm yeah. and spent the weekend torturing and murdering a bunch of Bass probably was sitting with reading his legs the crossed stars on his stomach. And stripes just and the reading New York the Times. I want to be a panty raider when I grow up. Alright, well that's you would think that's the one that would spark it all, but apparently there was a copycat in nineteen fifty two at the University of Michigan where students raided a dormitory and this sparked uh the raids oh my god. Uh this sparked raids across the nation, specifically Penn State's first raid, which involved two thousand men. Oh my god. <laughs> marching on women's dorms on April second, nineteen fifty two cheered on by the women who opened doors and windows and tossed out lingerie by the end of 1952 well, spring. sounds kind of fun, I guess. Spring term was the epidemic. Panty raid epidemic. Screw you, COVID. <laughs> oh my god, that is so great. That is I love a... how horrifying the first one was. It is really creepy. The Penn State one sounds like I'm surprised it wasn't like a decade later because it sounds like, you know, your local yokel college like Brookings. SDSU has the hobo days and everybody does dresses as a hobo and sure. gets drunk yep. to have your like, uh oh, it's panty rag night. Right. Hey, everybody. And you just like it's like throwing beads at Mardi Gras, except it's your old dirty drawers. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, see, that's you're what willingly people... tossing your undergarments out of a window. That... Or like, don't come in here. Here's a box of clean underwear you can steal, you creep. Because that's, yeah, because it, it would make, like, you go back to May Day and it's like, you left a basket. The original May Day was like, you <laughs> left a basket underwear. of flowers for the plague to, you know, to hope the plague wouldn't enter this home. And then centuries later, it's still there, but you leave like some candies at somebody's door. Like, does the panty raid go back to like. Cro-Magnon time where they like have to steal a woman's loincloth to see if she's fertile or something. So now you <laughs> just you're the creep in the village and someone comes in and is like, we well, need to leave an offering for the the sprites and earth spirits. So we have a bountiful harvest. What should we leave them? And he's like, uh, how about your underwear? <laughs> yeah, May right. Happy May Day. Gotcha. <laughs> That's yeah. Instead of slaughtering the lamb, you just leave a pair of dirty drawers. Just hang <laughs> a pair of underwear on the pharaoh's neck. Oh, uh, all right. Well, it eventually. So, oh my god. So, I'll give you the last like known big. There's some issues. Um. Uh, University of Nebraska, 1955. There were. Uh, Women's dorms raided, resulting in injuries and suspensions. University of uh, UFC Berkeley, a 3,000-man panty raid in 1956, resulted in 10,000s worth of damage. Um, Whoa. Uh, and U-, U of M, University of Michigan, uh, football pep rally. Edition, oh, just became a like a pep rally thing. So there's a little sidetrack with the old panty raid. And a little shout-out to 84, Revenge of the Nerds, Trilams. Panty raid depicted. There you go. All right. So there's your history of the panty raid. It's absolutely horrified. Horrifying. 
Um, Share that with all your friends and watch them look at you like you're a disgusting creep. No, it's interesting, I swear. There is something to it, you know, about like a, uh, about, you know how you always bring the wild card into a robbery, right? And you're like, there, oh, the guy yeah, yeah. goes off, shoots somebody, him. you know, it's mm-hmm. just supposed to be an in and out. You're like, don't flash that cash around town. Flashes that cash yeah. around town. You know, shoots at the cops. That's who you end up tunneling under with the panty raid. You decide to bring Scary Dan, you know, <laughs> last minute. <laughs> And you got big trouble. I think we should sell these panties. <laughs> I'm keeping them. Scary Dan, you take all the fun out of it, you creep. Meanwhile, they didn't know that that would be the Scary Dan Gary of Dan. Scary Dan <laughs> Dong Schleps or whatever the fuck they're called. Dong Studs. <laughs> scary Dan's Dong Stud. Oh, I love that. Oh, like, what is the what are the odds, Casey? What do you give me a number? I'm gonna go. It's two. It's 1999. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. it's 1999. What yeah. is your number of uh of die? What what's a mm-hmm. traditional die? Is that eight sided die? Nine, twelve sided. Yeah, die? no, six. Six sided die. Six. If right. you for a tradition, if you're shooting craps, you go with the six. Oh, and we're, we're shooting craps. D&D tobacco <laughs> rolls, if you want to I think I know my on. answer for D&D, and that could be mixed. <laughs> talking six-sided die. Yeah. Dong studs, 1999, globally. Under 100? Uh-huh. Over 100? 1,000? How many oh. guys are dropping trow and showing and throwing craps? Throwing snake eyes out there? <laughs> yes. Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that a phenomenon? And if so, if you don't have that, what what stud topped it? What was the top? All right, That's how about that? Gonna, what was the was top stud of nineteen ninety nine? Eight ball. Ask you, eight are, ball. Are you <laughs> crazy eight? <laughs> crazy eight. Because uh, see, that one's perfect. That's a perfect scummy transition to like, hey, you want the uh, the uh, magic eight ball to tell your fortune? And then you drop trout and get arrested. <laughs> well, right. Not in 1955. But oh, 1955, yeah. You're just boys being boys. This boy, He's going on a panty hey, raid. He's, he's just a, a boy being boy piercing his, his <laughs> dick tip with an eight ball. <laughs> he must be a pool shark. <laughs> oh, he's just a pool shark, Linda. He's fine. <laughs> he was a protege of Fats Domino. Oh, my God. What was I gonna fucking talk about? I have I got notes and now I can't transition. Well, it's, it's yeah. I mean, this is your transition. I'm hobbled. I have been hobbled. No, we were talking about dads, and we had just got back from South Dakota about two weeks ago. Yeah, um, which is super fun. I had one of my notes was, uh, Hans, you should try explaining uh Twitch to your father. Mm. Because he'll want to fight you. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I forget how it came up, but I was just trying. I was telling him about it, and I'm not a fan of it. Like I'm like everybody else. Like I understand what it is, so I was explaining to him. He was just like, "Nope, nope." Why would anybody want to watch you? Why would anybody want to watch you play a video game? Okay, I was gonna say to you, first of all, exactly because I only know Twitch because of Timmy. Oh, our friend Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I only know Twitch because of Timmy and the whitest kids. Like, I know they get yeah. together. So all I can think of as Twitch, because I'm, I'm a roundabout way to say I don't really know what it is, but ultimately I know Twitch started legit just to watch other people mm-hmm. play games because of, yeah. what did you call it? Some type of nostalgia? Because it reminds me, you're the older brother, but it reminds mm-hmm. me of watching my older brother just play video games because he was better at it than me. So yeah. it was just more fun for me to watch him play video games because I couldn't nearly get beyond, I couldn't get to the areas that he would get to. So it's like watch, getting yeah. to watch a movie that I can't watch. Like I can put in a VHS oh, sure, yeah. and watch it. I have that capability. But if I want to watch Mario 2 to the end, I'm not the one playing it because I can't beat the ice yeah. level. He can. So I get why it'd be fun to watch somebody else play video games as young me. I don't know the gaming now. Like it's so complex now. So I think it's all about the personalities, but ultimately it was just watching people play games. That's the start. But now I just know people just can kind of get on it and just do whatever they want. And Patreon style. Sure. It's like public access now. Kind Mm. of like, okay. I don't know if you have to have the, because I first heard about Twitch when it came out, and it was like you can watch people play video games. I was like, oh, okay. Right. Or if I was trying to Google, because here, watch me casting nerdy aspersions at nerds. I would try to Google wrestling matches. Right. And you can't legally reshow them. So people would reshow TV on Twitch ah. and post it so you could watch it. But I'm like, I want to watch this guy. Watching television. Does he talk over it? I just want to watch it. And you talk over it. So you're kind of, it's like an end around for doing commentary on sports or other things. Which is like, I was just telling him, I was like, well, the reason it still exists is because it's a mega fucking cash grab for advertisers. Because they don't have to fucking, I could pay you, Hansi, I'll pay you 20 million, or not 20 million, like $20,000 on your Twitch at the highest time to talk about my product. I know exactly how many people are watching it. Right. They get all exactly. the metrics for it. They get Which all is the also I, why it rises as well is because those advertising dollars are shifting from fucking cable television. Casey, this is so perfect. I was listening to our boy Greg's podcast. Congratulations, Greg, by the way. Our buddy Greg just oh, had yes. a baby boy a couple days Cal. ago. So he wasn't He's uh, uh, plug Greg's uh, Friday night. Greg is his podcast, Friday night and Greg, um, yeah. so our other buddy Anthony Devito was filling in with a couple guys for. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm like, oh, let me click. Maybe they're going to talk about the baby mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, not knowing Greg wasn't on it. Yada yada yada. First thing I hear is an advertisement, and I was like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. The shift of, um. And it's not diminishing, but just the shift in what advertisers are looking for. Because I think you're right. They're just looking for straight numbers. And the quickest way you can get it Mm -hmm. is downloads, not some asshole tuning into CBS. I was like, no, it was an advertisement for Blue Cross Blue Shield on Friday Night Greg. I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's like a primetime TV advertisement. Right, right, exactly. No, it was just fascinating because that's what then when my dad and I were talking, it shifted away from the like 
why would you want to watch someone play Nintendo? And I'm like, well, let's move past Nintendo. It's like, I still don't care. But people do well, watch we just people. Talk- yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, totally. So once we got past the, like, we'll, we'll agree that we both don't want to sit around and watch someone play a video game. Uh, we were talking about the advertising and just, like, how pinpointed, like, if you're going to spend the money, like, they're saving. Blue Cross Blue Shield probably saved, fuck, $10 million. Right. On that ad. Because they didn't buy it on primetime CBS. They bought it on our friend Friday Night Greg's show. And, and the exactly platform across their podcast it. network. You know what I mean? It'll play this week. Link. On, yes, exactly. So right. is that a click? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got views. You know they watched through your video because we all used YouTube enough. Like You have to watch those ads if you want to watch the content. They know so That's th- why they're right. crushing on YouTube because they're like, well, at least I know someone saw it. And they know their demographic are people that don't... Because ha- basically it was like, Blue Cross Blue Shield, did you know that you probably qualify for free health care? Blue Cross Blue Shield has this version of it. And so they know their demographics. A bunch of like, you know, young 20-somethings are like, what do you mean? Like, I can get insurance? Greg has insurance? <laughs> like, like, the, like they're idiots. That's not fair. Bunch of butt-chugging nerds. That's why this podcast is brought to you by Scary Dan's Dong Scary Slugs. <laughs> and those are highest quality Dong Slug. They're not no knockoff wiener wiener charm. You can get like it's like the stud from a studded belt. <laughs> Just yes, yeah, like you would have gotten out of Scary Dan's. What a stud, stud. Scary Dan's <laughs> Route 97. Or exit 23 off Route 97. No, I was listening to someone talk. Oh, it's funny. We're talking, let's talk about advertising. But they were saying some uh, stations in Britain are changing their advertising model to sort of what America does during the Super Bowl. Okay. So they're putting ads at the front of programming and then ads at the end. Okay. So then it was the question was like, well, why wouldn't you just skip past it? It was like, because they're making them. Better weird and entertaining. Yeah, it's a, it's they're a, making you want to watch them. Great idea. Whether that sells more product or not, it's just sort of if you're going to do that sort of terrestrial sort of television, it may shift to we're just going to get a lot of really weird ads that people are like, oh, I'm not going to buy Blue Crush Blue Shield, but it was cool to see Tony Hawk dunk a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> the deck of the skateboard said Blue Cross Blue Shield. That is pretty sweet. Uh, I make sense. That that makes sense to me. We, uh, I mean, we had, we actually don't have that anymore, but we had Sling. And for anybody that doesn't know Sling, it's just like a streaming platform. And unlike Hulu or Discovery Plus or Peacock or whatever, you, which you can purchase ad free mm-hmm. for like two bucks more. Brill, whoever came out yeah. with that, brilliant. Um, because you're in, wow, well, two bucks is two bucks. You're a dad talking here, but mm-hmm. man, they got that. That's just the right amount to be like, two bucks is worth it, man. Two bucks is worth those commercials. I will say, I may keep that two bucks in my pocket if oh boy. <laughs> it wasn't like the same, like, at yes, like, that's oh, it. They that's let it. you pick. That's it. They let you sort of pick your own adventure. Right. So I was like, oh, that's fine. You can advertise things that you think I'll like. I know that they're listening. 
oh, yeah. and watching everything I do because that shit pops up in other things. But you get the same Nissan car that's what ad. I'm t- that's where I was going. Four times when you're watching like a 45 minute long program. Yeah, it's it a mix lot. Mix it up, man. Sling is worse. Like, yeah, Sling is seems even worse than that. Like, because they will break their show. Say you're watching an episode of Forensic Files. You'll get five yeah. ad breaks in that Forensic oh, Files. Yeah. And there'll be an identical 60-second run. And it's even worse because you know it's a – it could be – it's I think it's two 60-second runs and then one minute-and-a-half run. And they have the little blue timer on the side. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. you're going to wait through this mm-hmm. shit for 30 seconds. Yeah. You're going to yeah. wait through the next one for 30 seconds. And then you get the next ad break and go, motherfucker. You're going to wait for four ads. And it's always the same ad. Uh, what was getting on oh, you said forensic files, and we'd spent some time in the hotels driving there. <laughs> I thought that was just it, sort of like crystallized in my mind the conversation because you're talking about legitimate companies on Sling, like you're forced to watch a Pringles commercial five right. times. And I was like, when we were in our hotel room, they run just as many ads during a forensic file, but they're all the weirdest shit. It's like the copper socks. Oh yeah, and the. The muscle milk that Frank Thomas sells. Yeah, dong milk. And like, <laughs> like just like knockoff mail, mail order steaks. Knockoff mail order steaks. Oh, not like we're talking hippo meat. Oh, my God, Casey. I went to a. Uh, no, uh, so it's been a long time since I've gone to a very, very, very fancy restaurant. And I went to mm-hmm. one for uh, an event for a friend's event. Um, so it was just me and it was a steakhouse. Actually, Henning, you're probably listening. Uh, Hall's Chop House in Charleston is very, very, it's a very, very nice steakhouse. And when I say nice, I mean, they come out with a picture frame full of cuts of meat. And he goes through and tells you about like, they're just like vacuum sealed saran wrapped cuts. Like this is our. T-bone. This is our fillet. This is our yeah. nice bison cut. They start with the bison cut. I was like, who the fuck's ordering a bison cut? Uh, they go with that. They got that one right in the middle with the tomahawk bone in the middle of it. You know, oh, the big yeah. old bone, the big. Yep. So I was like, God damn! It, it was one of those. Ra- it's really been a long time where they had. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. If you count the hosts and the managers and the bar and the bat, like you easily have a two to one staff to. Um, okay, customer yeah. so ratio. It's a place that has like captains. It, oh and, like, yeah, it's run. It's run like a casino. Tablecloths. It's big time, big time. And so I went, and um, it's rough. It's rough going into the. Uh, it's right. rough going into the steakhouse as the. Uh, as the vegan. Well, I and as I was so what I was saying is it's just you know it's like super super nice. It's it, you're you're way down, but like. You know, I don't drink. It was almost as if it was so, like, you're going through the menu. And I've been there. I've I've eaten everything. I've eaten, you know. um, Yeah. um, Some of my best friends are amazing chefs. You know, like, I can respect food. Um, Obviously, if it were my outing, I wouldn't go to a steakhouse. I'd go to a nicer restaurant Mm -hmm. that had other offerings. But, it, it, you know, you got to respect the venue or whatnot. Um, Yeah. But, man, if you wouldn't... uh, thought i let the fart out of the whoopee cushion like when everybody's like man I, 
what do they got? This bacon, bacon covered steak as an appetizer. You know, it's a steakhouse, so you do the sides, yeah, and everybody's yeah. we're gonna share this, and you, yeah, because that's how you do it. You go to a nice steakhouse, you each get your cut, then you share those sides of like pork braised, oh yeah, cream corn and all that shit. And so he comes back. He's like done the whole spiel. Everybody's and I, excuse me, <clears throat> I oh, yeah, sir, I'm actually a plant based. <laughs> And it wasn't, and the people that I were with were actually very, very cool. And like, but I could tell as soon as I said mm-hmm. that, and, and one of the people actually knew it was, uh, was not like, <laughs> it was, I might as well have ordered a double scotch on scotch rocks. Uh, and they knew I didn't drink. <laughs> like, it was just like such a shift. I could feel it. And the, the waiter, obviously, if you're that fine dining, like, you run mm-hmm. into everything. It was like, oh, absolutely. Sure. I'll talk to the chef. Yeah, he makes great. And he ended up making me something. But someone's sh- going back into that freezer and knocking the freezer burn off those <laughs> yeah, off that veggie lean, patties. Lean cuisine. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't that. It was the uh, it was like the excitement around like the sides to mm-hmm. the much less excitement as they were ordering. And they're like, and uh, fellas, isn't that uh, those green beans look nice, right? Can we do those oh, green beans no, with I oil? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, motherfucker, like. <laughs> And to don't the world, to not to that. anybody directly. I was like, please don't. Like, oh man, should we? Those French fries, those, how do we, you know, those French fries? What kind of oil like, do you use? Like, oh, is it... But it was just such like, a, yeah. such a silence as everybody just went, oh, what do we, and like, like trying not to put like, like the app, I was like, no, I don't want a salad or anything. Like, so the appetizers came and they looked like perfectly good steakhouse appetizers. Sure. And like, be careful not to like put it down in front of me. It's like it's not fentanyl. I don't <laughs> exactly. You're like, I don't have, I don't have a, a, a animal fat allergy. Like, don't breathe on me, I'll get sick. Oh man, but it is. It's like I wish, but it, don't. That was on specifically me. like that environment and that everything. Like, mm-hmm. like I get it, but man. You want like oh, it just—it's a hard lifestyle to have a steakhouse type bravado about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm plant based, dude, and you didn't show you didn't because com- like I was like I've never seen steaks compared to cheeses. He's like, well, you see this steak is you, mm-hmm. you can you you have like a rustic cheddar and a sharp cheddar, and this would be like your sharp cheddar. I was like you comparing there I've better never be heard... a cucumber on the back of that bro <laughs> <laughs> it's actually very funny like that is the broy aggressive vegan who just is like where's your board with the broccoli i want my rob i want i, I know like, two and, types and of there are aggressive shitty vegans in oh, the other course. avenue i meg and i are watching this awesome show um shrill Eighty Brian. Oh yeah, it's really yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. The third season is out. I had forgot about the show. We hadn't watched it. Third season's probably been out for a long time. But anyways, we went back in the third season, and um, her roommate is a takes place in Portland. Her roommate's a hairstylist. She works out of the home, but she's like, oh, let me try and find. I don't like working with people, but she gets recommended to the Portland Hair Collective, and the dude Amazing. that comes and interviews awesome owns already. her. He's got like glitter all over his face, like a one piece, like blue leisure suit, just super eccentric and weird. And he's like, we only have two rules at the Portland Hair Collective. One, there are no rules. And two, you must be vegan. You're vegan, right? Uh, I was like, oh, that's right on. 
but um <laughs> oh man it's a it's a rough gig it's a rough gig putting uh parameters on yourself sometimes well not that it was just like you know you're trying your best you're like guys don't worry about it it's fine and I, i'm and not gonna they, like fight you no, no, and it wasn't even those guys were were awesome. I just wish I wish there wasn't anything obligatory about anybody cuz I think right. I would do the exact same thing. Uh not in that, but like like oh, here's an example. Here's a here's an example like for our wedding. Uh mm-hmm. we had it entirely like plant-based. You were there plant-based catered mm-hmm. and everything. And um as part of it we're like you know, Meg's dad likes a Reuben. Can you make like a plant-based Reuben? And that's kind of like doing like, he could probably have just been like, no, I'll eat the garbage you're already serving at any wedding. I'll eat that. You don't have to like yeah. try and push something that appears to be meat because I'm yeah, incapable yeah. of, so. Don't give me the panty rate of food, dude. Don't trick me. Can we bring back the panty raid? JP panty raid? Can so. you? All right, let forget us because we're not. I don't feel like going to prison, but over under. Yeah. It's a especially of over for unders. a panty raid. <laughs> I would be panty raided probably every second of every day. You'd pray to keep your panties on if you're a panty <laughs> raider. You'd be next to Dennis Raider, and he'd have more cred than you. Um, what are you in here for? Panty raiding. Uh, I'm plant based. <laughs> <laughs> plant-based panty raider plant-based panty raider oh, wow that's amazing respect respect taking all the boxes plant-based panty raider that should be a portland magazine henning can you do oh, our first yeah, cover yes. for pant- plant-based panty raid um <laughs> panty raid is there any way in any capacity anyone <laughs> Male or female now, even. Now that there's some more equity in the world. Hmm. Comes away from a panty wade, panty wade, panty raid, scot-free, scotch-guard free. Anyway, right. you get away with a boys will be boys, a girls will be girls, a non-binary, we've tried to pull a switcheroo. Nah, that's a good question, because you could, let's say you get away with it. Is it possible you get an uptick? Or is it all down? What do you mean? Like, do you, does someone go, yeah, dude? Or do you get away with it? Everybody's like, you got away with it. Of course, it's pathetic. (laughs) They're not after you. Like, is there a way the panty raid brings you up? You're like, yeah, man, your stature in society, modern society goes up. I don't even think you. I don't know about that. Even if it was, you know, like Matthew McConaughey was arrested for panty raiding. People be like, oh, yeah. Nah, weird. They'd probably weird. be like, I knew it all. I think a panty raid <laughs> gets you and I along. knew it all along. Can we do a reverse <laughs> panty raid? Like, are you we'll listening leave... me undies? Charity panty? Oh, return? Panty shit. returns? Panty returns. A classic returns. panty return. L-L-B this is a panty, panty return, return society. We are living in a panty return society. Trademark. Everything you can't say certain words, man. You can't steal women's underwear and wear them as neckties anymore. <laughs> We're in a just, panty return society. <laughs> it's just at tweet Donald Trump and just say, and then you wear the panties as masks. Am I right? 
That would you just if you and I can infiltrate the QAnon thread, oh. we if we can get on there and say Q says, write a Q get on those, those panties and get put them those on your Qs out of that basement and raiding some panties for a good cause. I guarantee you, Casey, if we had a little more, uh, what would you call it? What's that? What's that? What's the, what are those guys? Anonymous. If we were anonymous, yeah. And we could infiltrate QAnon or whatever. There's all sorts of back and forth going around. Is, is yeah. this Antifa? Is this Anquifa? Yeah. That's us, trademark. <laughs> um, uh, could we somehow, you know, like that, <laughs> this will be fun to equate this. You know how that, that fat nerd from Chicago went to Wisconsin and killed two protesters because he wanted yes. to protect some store mm-hmm. um, that wasn't his to protect? But really, he just wanted to be. Uh, he just wanted. Was to it be a crazy the, Larry's? The fuse in a protect- powder keg. Yes. Yes. yes it was a crazy Dan's. Crazy Dan's. Uh, <laughs> dong slug. Uh, <laughs> so, is there a way that just like all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, everybody, you're coming for the ride right now? There's a a wildly absurd law in mm-hmm. Texas, an abort anti-abortion law. But really, what yeah. it is is it's a, a type of vigilante workaround it's pretty incredible actually has nothing to do with the abortions but what they did is if they if we tie this act of abortion to this workaround where it's not the state legislatures that are trying to ban abortions because if it's a state entity they can be held liable and accountable and therefore the courts would have to rule but the courts cannot rule on an individual's lawsuit Therefore, if an individual brings the lawsuit, the court has no jurisdiction over that, the judicial court. All right? So that's their workaround. So anybody with any knowledge and anybody in state, out of state can bring a $10,000 lawsuit to anyone that they believe aided, abetted, had an abortion. And so – and that's the workaround, right? And so effectively that made it – not feasible for abortion clinics to give abortions because it can just keep piling up and piling up and litigation and you have to pay the legal fees and all that stuff so basically all the clinics were like all right well we can't do abortions until the supreme court rules on it and they refuse to rule on it so basically it's vigilante and one dude from you know 10 states over was like "Uh, i heard that guy was given or a guy Put his foot down, kind of Brown v. Mm-hmm. Education kind of situation. He's like, yeah. I gave an abortion. Sue me. And one guy was yeah. like, all right, okay. I'm going to sue you. Uh, in fact, two people went to sue him because one guy just said, I want $10,000, and this is a way you can get $10,000, no ifs, ands, or buts. And the other person was like, I'm for – I'm pro-choice, so I'm going to mm-hmm. sue this guy because now this shit has to go to, up the courts. And they got a rule on it, right? Um, holy shit, where was I going? How was I equating this to panty raid? Time to a panty raid. I think it's a Texas panty raid law. <laughs> you gotta get me. You gotta get me back. I had everybody following. <laughs> Fat kid. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> holy shit. So we had. I was the. So I think what you're getting at is like. So when this guy is in court, suing these clinics. We sneak into his house to <laughs> get his panties. Oh, all right. And I'm run back. Him up I'm the back, Casey. Bowl. I'm back, Casey. Ultimately, what we want as Uber uh, want to own the libs is you and I commit a panty raid with 
well, in, I keep bringing us. All right, you know what? You and I are. We're doing a classic yeah, panty raid. We're getting yep. in there, getting our hands dirty. We raid yeah. n- uh, intentionally to get caught because what that's going to do is give DT mm-hmm. his 2024 talking. Look at what our young yeah. men, look at what's going on. They can't even have a classic panty raid. Back in my day, <laughs> everything's, you can't do anything anymore. You can't say this. You can't say that. You can't steal panties. Just boys being boys. Women, mothers, your boys can't be boys. They go to prison for a simple raid. Everything's PC. We just honey trap him. Yeah. It's the With hun- a bogus. I was just saying, like, but then it gets turned around because I was like, did you hear about the January 6th? commission they interviewed that guy the buffalo guy oh yeah he's just there to steal underwear man oh uh, yeah exactly they were it's, all just panty raiders they were all going for the pelosi panties schumer's chuck schumer's <laughs> laces <laughs> he keeps them in the box Lindsey graham's grandma's panties <laughs> <laughs> oh that's such a bad sketch a mad tv sketch for you congressional panties or one of those hacky political comedians like i'm up on stage at the correspondence dinner my little bow tie and i'm like whoa what do i got in the bag here Ooh, Lindsey graham's grammys it's just different types <laughs> so, of underwear and you just attach like, it to they're like you know what it's been getting too hot too smart get that panty guy in here to do the correspondence <laughs> just... dinner nothing but panty humor <laughs> nothing but panty humor oh my god <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> it's such a, a terrible bit. I can't, I'm surprised no one's tried it. But that bit is an evergreen because you tried that out for the Oscars, Emmys. You're good to go. Panty. Panty clown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I discovered? I wish you... So they they um awarded this year's... um. The Genius Grants. Who is it? The P&D Sloan mm-hmm. Genius Grants or whatever. The Fellows. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I is got... Is it MacArthur? Uh, is it MacArthur? Yeah, MacArthur Fellows Genius Grants. Yep. Now, interesting. You get, you know, it's people that have done amazing things and they basically give them... It's the only, really, what they say is the only no, no strings attached... Grant. It's not an award. It's not like a Nobel Prize. You did something. You're awarded for it. You discovered this. You're awarded for it. It's basically yeah. people in their field that are rocking it, and so they're like, "Give this person more oh, money. Like, and let's keep just up the good what, work. Like, yeah, let's see what they do. We don't want anything from when you. Do, we don't want anything back." And I was going through the recipients, and there's a recipient on here. I was like, "This guy's amazing." Um, but I didn't know what he was, so I was like, because basically it's all like medical professionals and scientists and documentary makers and everything like that. There he is, Bill Irwin. <laughs> uh, ultimately, what I was saying is there's like all these genius grants are for like the medical field, documentarians, mm-hmm. all these. So I was like, I recognize some of those. Names. A lot of poets, Stuart Dybeck, yeah. all these authors. I was like, Bill Irwin. And it just said, what? Bill Irwin, professional clown. It's like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Now, Bill Irwin is awesome. You may know him from Eight Men Out. Oh, Also, yeah, Mr. Okay. Noodle. But I didn't Mr. realize. Mr. Noodle. He's Mr. Yes. Noodle. That dude 
is a professional clown. Ooh. He's a quite amazing, actually. People can look up Bill Irwin. But he's like the only... There's not even any other actors that have received like genius grants or anything like that. It's just him. And I haven't seen any of his clown work. But I bet it's amazing. It's, it's gotta I'm be, right? I'm intrigued now. It's gotta I, be phenomenal. Watching Sesame Street and seeing that segment when it used to come out all the time, I was like, this is great. And I was like, oh, that guy. That character You've seen actor. him I here just, and there, right? Yeah, I just thought... It was like, well, that's a choice gig. That's cool. I didn't realize he was like the uh I can't even think of a f- another famous clown. There's one I it's on the top of my head, but like uh uh not Bozo, Pout- the French Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. What about not Pagliacci, Pagliacci? Yeah, like just the or even how about Harpo Marx? Sure, sure, sure. But I also, you know, like who it's else? cool that it still exists. I think so too. Yeah. Um Eight Men Out. I'm, I always bring it back to uh, the 19... Uh, I always bring it back to the Chicago Black Sox. Eight Men Out, created, uh, written, directed by John Sayles. Mm-hmm. MacArthur Genius Grant. It's all connected. Got the clown. That's the real deal. These are the real... This is... Uh, what's that uh, secret panty raid that happens every year on some island? Or gar- oh, garden talking- something? The uh, is it the the rich the rich guys that kiss the owl? Yeah, something. What is it? it happened? Is it in California God or something? Damn it. It's like um, Paradise Garden, something like that, right? What? Yeah, it's the one out in California where all the the rich and powerful guys burn that fucking owl in pa- in panties and, in panties and kiss each other. <laughs> That's hearsay. I don't know that. The kissing. Definitely panties. Yeah, the panties are, without a doubt. Bringing it back, the panty raid. Bohemian Grove. Thank you. Yeah, the Grove Garden. It took forever to get there. killed the bit. But yes, the MacArthur Genius Grants have a cabal. I don't even know how we got a MacArthur Genius Grant. Are we going to be the first panty raiders ever to... First podcasters to ever get on the Genius Grant. Calling it. After this one? I think so. This will be our submission. You don't even... Oh... I don't even think you submit. I think others must submit for you. And it goes, it's very mysterious. It goes in front of an uh, anonymous board who nobody knows who's on the board. Maybe the Bohemian Grovers, I guess. But, and then they make decisions and you get, I wonder who, who's, who's connected with old Bill Irwin? Who just saw a funny corner just, show? It's like, you know what? Yeah. This guy's got the goods. I like it. I mean, this podcast could get. I'll take a junior. I'll take a junior grant. MacArthur Junior Genius. Is there a junior genius? Just, just to kick it to the old internet. You know, they're listening. Like this guy needs some help. Yeah, we need. Yes, absolutely. I'm like the Twitch advertisement. Like MacArthur, you don't have to send me the two hundred six hundred twenty-five thousand. Oh, you were are we splitting it? Are we that. splitting it? Is that what you're doing? Going half well, and I'm, half. We're all ha- I have to. It's a two-hander. How much money if they were like, look, we're thinking about giving you a grant, but yeah. it's not going to be the 500000 a podcast, your practice podcast grant. Yeah. They're like, I'll tell you what, we're going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's what they're going to do. They're going to ask us. What we're think we're what's worth. your number? Yeah, that's a big one. And then do we do the classic negotiating tactic of just 
grossly overshoot it? And if we do, what's that number? So here's the deal, though. They say, here's the deal. Geniuses. If you yeah. overshoot, if you, if it's you can't over. Tell. If you overshoot, it's oh, over. Oh, no, we're going prices right. If you undershoot, you just get that undershoot, and you'll never know what you get. And then they opened the briefcase, and it was like, oh, no, that you undershoot, and yeah, we lose it. Well, or you just you just got to undershoot it. Or you it. just won't know. So I think, and they say you, you can't have other jobs for five years. I'd say you need to give me 1500 bucks a month. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to overshoot rent. it. I don't want to overshoot <laughs> it. Oh, classic Midwesterner. I got to go way under. Well, God forbid. They you might get shorter play? podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be cooking beans. Like we really? No, fun. you're right. I think I would also be hamstrung by like, but I'd hate to go over. I'd hate to get nothing. So I'd accept. I'd accept literally a little over nothing. A slight amount over starving. That's where we're at. Slight amount over starving. Hat in hand, and we're just like, we'll take ten dollars over your lowest. <laughs> They're like, well, we're not telling you our lowest, so $10? But we'll take whatever your lowest is. Like, I think these guys are geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to give you more. This year's recipients, Jerk Practice Podcast, Scary Dan, the uh, (laughs) official panty raid historian. Here's their prize. It's just five bags of fast food. (laughs) <laughs> throw it in the back of the car like Harry and the Henderson <laughs> yeah. get in there as you push your nub on the car milady oh we're in the money what do you say Case well I think uh, I, I love what, you I, and there's nothing to do about it except for this internet which I apologize for oh you don't have to apologize to anybody they won't even know it happened but they will. <laughs> See, that's me hat in hand. I'm like, I'll accept. Just, uh, it's 1200 I'll take 1200 a month. I'll just give us that corncob pipe. Like, that's not the MacArthur. You just idiots. knock $100 off and I'll mop the floor for a Jack and Coke. <laughs> oh, man. They're offering to work for us. We're trying to give them money. And they keep, this guy wants to clean my house. And that's when we laugh all the way to the bank because our pockets are full of panties. Full of panties. See? Boom. Turn it around. Got it. Bring it back. I, I, Bring I it would... back. Now I want 1,600. Pairs of panties. <laughs> jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Put a ding every time you hear panty, because I know that is a oh, harsh man. word. It'll for... just be. Not anymore. If you'd listened all the way through, numb. You're numb to it. Oh, I really want, I also wanted to say, <laughs> I was going to say. It's like a toothache for your brain. It you said work. don't apologize. <laughs> don't apologize, and I won't. Ever. But ever. this one might be a, this one might be a, a three or four sitter. Yeah. It didn't take a while, guys. Just put the headphones on. On your pets. <laughs> Panties for pets! <laughs> oh, it's almost time.
I've been hearing commercials for you can do your your ancestry dot com for your dog. I've been hearing that, which a lot. I get to a point, but I feel like you're gonna get hooked. How much respect don't you have for yourself? And this is not this mm-hmm. is not a judgment because I question it on myself because I listen to some podcasts where I have a high level of respect for mm-hmm. whether it's a comedian. An actor uh, that has a podcast, certainly journalists that have podcasts, and the shit that they sell with vigor is astonishing. It's astonishing. Yeah. It's astonishing. It's like like brain (laughs) brain supplements that are just like like, but like, not just like I. You can go through the motions, like, oh, I, mm-hmm. uh, I keep wanting to say alpha brain because that's what I'm talking about. You know, yeah, is a neurotropic, but then it gets like I take it three to four times a day when I need to get my writing done. It's like, mm-hmm. how dare you, sir? Like, oh, I no. get me undies. Everybody wears fucking sure underwear. I get Bombas socks. Everybody wears stamps.com. Sure, sure, you can go through that because it's not predatory like there was a minute where a few people again that uh intellectually and artistically i had a lot of they were selling like predatory lenders like ads like oh yeah, it's yeah. Pretty rough. oh my god or, like some of those like it's made its resurgence but some of those like questionable sports booking things oh yeah sure yeah like you're like, you're you're promoting in a, a system that will you can bet on anything, right? Like anything you can bet on the coin toss to the game. Sure. And I was like, yeah, it's a little. You're leaning into people's addictions a little <laughs> that or like or I love just the one on not even the weird ones when it's like I'm listening to a comedy podcast and they're like Midas breaks. <laughs> Like, right is just oh like a, i know what podcast you're talking kick about. kick in the chest absolutely like, i know already? it's mcdonald's is infiltrating podcasts yes. hard um now i only say that because again eh, if i'm honest i lose a level of respect but it doesn't mean i stop mm-hmm. listening to content or loving what they do but on the other side i think we have a, a well enough podcast like i genuinely think no no I'd be full of shit if I said, I was just going to say, I would turn down McDonald's. Not a chance. Not a yeah. chance. I just said I'd, I'd let somebody spit my hair if they let me podcast uh, uh, as my primary They're going to get some weird, some fun, quirky bits. Yes, of course. But You're like, not getting a straight read from me selling a quarter pounder with cheese. No. Because I haven't eaten one in 30 years. That's less, that's more, like, at least we can go back to, there was, I think, a good 12 months where you and I lived off a dollar menu, and we have the rickets to show it. Uh, (laughs) But, like, we have a nice leeway where we can do a scary dance, right? We can, we can get behind a scary dance. Yeah. Dong slugs, if if they're out there. I think there's, I don't think I could do a, like a, like loan sharking ad. You think, do you think you could do it? Could you, could you lower? I don't, again, I'm not saying. All right. You know, Don Enriquez 
Oh, you're there? You're there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ba- barely. Fingernails. <laughs> yeah, we're on fingernails. Maybe I should just stop it. Um, just hanging on the clip. No, I love that we were talking about doing McDonald's ads, but we talked about McDonald's for like an hour last podcast, so that's, oh, that's the type right. of ad you get. Long-form abstract advertising. Yes, we'll integrate. We'll integrate. We'll integrate. I was just going to say, if a predatory lender, Casey, said, hey, we want to advertise you this with you for this year, mm-hmm. um, we'll give you a, what's MacArthur grant money? $500,000. You guys good with that? Yeah. Do you think long and hard on it? I consider what you could <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm telling you to be honest. Like the the real slum right no. now would say, like, absolutely not. You kind of go in and you go, like, well, you go, you ask what they want. They're under the old. You do the research. <laughs> And if they are terrible, then you then you have to weigh those options. You gotta. If they, I'm not Sir fucking Lancelot here, like <laughs> we're snakes. Nah, I exactly, think... we're snakes. And I'd like to say this episode of JP Podcast was brought to you by Me Undies. Yes, Me Undies. <laughs> me pants. The only company that advocates for the rating of. Oh, I love it. See. I'll I'll submit this to me panties, which is a good... We've got to submit it for the, um, whatever that advertising award is, a Clio. So, there's a me panties parody out there. Nobody's hearing this. There's a me panties parody out there, right? <laughs> and then Bomba Socks, don't they donate one pair of socks for every sock they sell? So, what about a company that so, yeah. donates a pair of panties for every pair of panties they sell? It's a very strange business model. Yeah. So like all those guys waiting at the line like, oh shit, I need fucking wool socks. It's going to be cold this year in Philly. Just the laciest, you just get the most beautiful panties twisted into socks. <laughs> or they all come in a nondescript, oily fingerprinted manila envelope. Mm, and yeah. just like, why is there a random pair just daintily dropped in? A little kiss mark on the back. Just keep it mysterious. One for you, one for them. <laughs> and then just everybody in America, randomly, it becomes a, a thing. Viral marketing right there. Boom. Bring him just shows up back. on your doorstep with a little note. Well, someone in Muskegon bought a pair of underwear. So we sent one to you for free. And then you look over your shoulder because you're like, who the fuck is watching me? These children haven't had panties in over a month. <laughs> They don't have any nice panties to wear to school. <laughs> so dumb. So great. Though. Oh, that's good. We want food and clean water. <laughs> oh, Sorry. This is America.